welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira. Kit. Bria. And Flick. Last week, our quartet of adventurers managed to retrieve some very special poisons for their new friend, the Cobalt Oryx. As thanks, Oryx has offered to take them back home with him to the Shimmer Scale Tunnels, where he can present them with gifts from his alchemical lab. <laughs> Surely nothing will happen during their travels to the tunnels, right? Surely not. Womp womp. Surely not. Well, <laughs> let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> you guys ready for this week? Yes, sir. Let's do what the if things. I said no. <laughs> then, um, thanks, then everybody. Hope you enjoyed Bye. this week's episode. Bye. Uh, <laughs> and you've been traveling about a day, and uh, as I recall, you guys, we left off. You all were having a conversation about uh, how you were all related to each other. Wasn't someone uh, going to well, slap me? Well, not all apparently. of us. <laughs> well, you just you've dropped a lot of truth bombs, uh, B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's what I do. <laughs> I draw some truth. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. handle it. Get away from me. So why don't we, uh, we're actually going to, we'll start uh, with the second day of travel, but let's do a a quick little, like, how did that conversation resolve? What do you all now know uh, about both your dreams and your origins and all that sort of stuff? Did we share all of our dreams and hopes? Oh, hopes and dreams. It was just lovely. (laughs) We shared our feelings. You built a campfire in Kumbaya. You know, braided each other's hair, (laughs) painted each other's nails. Right. It was a lovely, lovely lovely sleepover. And (laughs) as we painted each other's nails, we realized we had the same nail beds. Oh my god! And Vizdira used that as yet another excuse to say that so, we were sisters. sisters my nail beds are history. <laughs> also, I'm still negating what you said before because that's not good enough. <laughs> so, so right. So here's here's what I think you guys probably uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you all are very clear that you are three Azimars um, and that you all speak Celestial. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, here's the part where I need your buy-in. I think you all eventually, including Flick, I think uh, because keys and dreams were mentioned. So I think you all know that you all had the same dream about getting a key from the kobolds, yeah? That's definitely mm-hmm. what Flick yes. assumed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you all know that. Um, is there anything else about the dreams that you all shared with each other? Anything in particular? Or about, or anything else about, you know, what you've seen or what you know about why you're here? I might have shared my original... It seems strange to me that we wouldn't... This is a completely separate thought. Um, it seems strange <laughs> to me that we wouldn't start to kind of calculate that we were at least being spoken to by the same person if we all got the same command. Sure, but that makes it sense. also seems very odd to me that Flick would get this command as well. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I think I would have definitely, especially, you know, continuing on into the day, walking along whatever path we're going on, I think mm-hmm. I would have tried to relate and saying yes like i've heard a voice as well saying you know mm-hmm. um I, I would have said uh it told me to consecrate the temple okay great um that was the instruction that i initially heard when we first came to this place however we got here i don't know great um but that's the information that i give and i'm pretty open with that I okay think. sure so sure. we need to find a temple well or it could be my temple well, that I came from, or it could be a new temple that I'm supposed to find, or you know what have you. Or, I don't. I, I or don't the exactly know. Of your body. Oh my god! We need to consecrate our bodies. Everybody, or we're going on a juice cleanse. It could be the place that we got say. dropped off. <laughs> say it again. I'm Whoa. waiting. I'm waiting. 
It could also be the place where we all got dropped off and woke up. That could be a temple. That could be a temple. I mean, I definitely don't remember because I think I tried to remember any sort of deity that was associated with the symbol Mm -hmm. on the walls. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't remember anything, but I also haven't inquired as to any other deities in this realm. I mean, obviously that we were in a completely different world, so I don't know. Right. Okay, cool. That's all great. That's great. I'll share my portion of it too, which was that um, I, for whatever reason, need to lead you guys to the crest of a hill to get to our goal. So whatever that means and can kind of, I might actually say that um, around RX just to see if my description of the hill brings anything up. He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't react. He thinks it's interesting, but he doesn't really react. Yeah. Um, Thanks, RX. You're, you're, you're welcome, sir. Oh, he doesn't call you sir. That's, that's Sagara. Oh, too many characters. All right, great. So soon to be dead, Sagara. Oh, I'm going to find him that and I'm name going in to my presence. Him. Oh dear. Uh, so that was the first day of travel, and uh, it was eventful, uh, but not, you know, not dangerous. So uh, second day of travel and Arik says that you all should probably arrive uh, at his tunnel sometime mid-morning the following day um, so it'll be a full day of travel and then just a few hours the following day he's made this trip uh, several times so he's he's pretty well versed in how long it takes and where he's headed and things like that Great. Um, and so as you're uh, as you're sort of traveling uh, tell me sort of what your arrangement is uh, you know, you're walking through the forest. There's not necessarily a path, so you can be all in in a in a straight file line in a row. You can be four abreast or five, I guess, with arcs, whatever you think. Wouldn't I'll the suggest three that of us ladies be six kit... abreast? Oh God, I'm sorry. Just no, no, don't make her repeat it. Oh, <laughs> I legitimately didn't hear, it, but I'm gonna oh ignore God. it. That took I... me far too long for my brain to. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bye. going well so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that Kit go first since well no but we have Arx leading us right yeah. so oh, yeah, he yeah. knows exactly where to go yeah, then yeah, I'll yeah. be up with him okay I'll be behind them okay Kit you um, wanna hold hands yeah mm-hmm. that sounds lovely okay so two one and two great love it just checking um, I'm little jealous yeah I'm go ahead. feeling very left out at this moment we're all sisters and you guys are like won't hold my hand. They're both like you're fucking crazy. Zira <laughs> sticks her tongue out at them and then puts her mask down. <laughs> her mask. Aww, reliving the childhood that we never had Figuratively together. Or yeah. Literally. No, literally puts her mask down. <laughs> Fuck you all. I love it. Um great. So uh let me have Flick and uh and Rx is going to as well. Give me uh perception checks. That is a 13. Okay. So um, you and Arix both uh, hear that it sounds like you can hear water rushing, uh, and you sort of think about it for a minute, and you think that you're probably back to the river where you all woke up after your uh, unfortunate run-in at that building that you got dropped off at. Uh, so You you're... mean the time that we don't speak of, right? <laughs> the darkness. <laughs> the darkness. Um, yeah, so you guys, you're back to the river, uh, you think, is, is sort of coming up. Is this the same section of the river, or is this, like... Um, you're a little further south. Uh, you're a little further sort of downstream of the river, um, as far as you can tell. I'll turn to Arx and mm-hmm. actually ask him. I'll say, hey, uh, were we here before? Is this exactly the same place? 
uh, he says, "Oh no, no, we were we were just a bit further uh, upstream on the uh, the Urgosh. Uh, we'll be crossing further south as there's easier fording locations. So we're crossing the river. We are. We will be crossing the river. Yes. Is there a bridge? <laughs> um, no, but but there's a nice ford here where it gets quite shallow. Um, my oxen has died several times. No, uh, <laughs> I was gonna make the same joke. I was like were. trying to figure out how to make the joke, but yeah. I've been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take it this would be a musical theater reference. No, no it's an no. Oregon, Oregon Trail, trail reference. No, Oregon what the hell was just I never played Oregon Trail. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, listen. Right. For sure. I did. Recently. You know what? There's nothing wrong with homeschooled. We There's just lost half of our audience, so let's not make jokes. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I'm a nerd for a reason. <laughs> Um, so he just says, uh, there's no bridge, but there's a very easy ford, uh, but that's why we're further downstream. Okay, if you're sure. He says, oh yes, I've done it many times, and you're somewhat longer of leg than I. You'll be fine. Why, thank you, Ari. Oh, <laughs> have you been noticing? <laughs> he gets real awkward and sort of steps. <laughs> no shit. Um, so as you all get up there, uh, Arik sort of says, we can... Pause here for a moment if you all would like to refill your water skins and rest for a moment uh, before we ford. I feel like we'll do just that. All right. Let me have perception checks from everybody, please. Everybody. Everybody. That's a 10 for me. Oh, okay. How about Flick? Uh, it's an 18. I guess I'm still like keeping a Keeping good an eye. Watch. Yeah. Biz- uh, sorry. Uh, Briathos. It's a 19. I'm actually keeping a little bit closer of an eye than <laughs> Kit, please tell Whoa. me you had a 20. Uh, no, a 16. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so the three of you, uh, Bizdira, you're uh, very busy filling I'm, your water skin. But the other yeah. three of you notice on the far side of the river, um, there's this sort of odd uh, russet colored like growth across a big chunk of... Uh, the shore on the other side on the rocks and on a bunch of sort of the trees and, and ground in the area. And it just looks like a like a, a lichen or a mold or something, but it's a it's a color that you have sort of never seen back in your in your home. Uh, and it's pretty expansive, like it covers a, a pretty good chunk of the far shore. This is maybe a weird question, but is it moving? Oh, because you have never asked weird questions before. <laughs> What's the population of the cobalt tribe? <laughs> um <laughs> No, it is not. It is not moving. Yeah. Okay. It's um, not moving. Can I? I mean, I don't know if it'll come of anything, but can I make a nature roll and see if you, I? You can. It's from from across the river. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of difficult to like get a good good look on it. I would say at this at this point the river is about uh, twenty five feet wide. Okay. Um, but it's definitely a lot shallower. So you can you can tell the ford will be easy, but you're you're not super up close to it. But yeah, go ahead and give me a roll. Let's see what you okay. can discern. Loop. Um. Da, 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 da. Fourteen. Um, yeah, I mean, you can just sort of tell the way it's growing, that it's, it's a sort of fungus. Um, you know, it makes sense that it's by the river, uh, because it obviously needs a lot of moisture to grow. Um, but that's that's sort of all you, all you got from this side of the river. Cool. I think I'm just going to turn to Oryx and say, hey, you seem to be good with the local plant life, so to speak. Uh, what's that sort of gross looking stuff over there he sort of looks up and he hadn't actually noticed it he goes oh oh i'm i'm, I'm so glad that you you saw that patch of russet mold he says um it's not uh it's not terrible but uh we want to uh, be very careful as we uh go through it uh the spores of the russet mold and he sort of gets his like his 
teacher voice on. He says the spores uh, of the russet mold can cause uh, can cause choking and uh, can be quite painful if inhaled. Uh, but uh, if we move through quickly and you all hold your breaths, you should be just fine. Uh, but we will want to pass quickly. Uh, we could go around, but um, it, it would take a bit of a time to get past the patch. This is a fairly large patch, it seems. Do we have time to collect any if we hold our breaths? He says, um, oh, uh, actually, that's that's a very interesting thought. I wonder if... And he sort of starts thinking and he says, yeah, yes, yes, that's a great idea. I've never experimented with russet mold before. I don't know how I haven't thought of that. He says, um, just uh, be very careful that none of it gets, uh, you know, in your eyes or up your nose either. Uh, we'll want to flush out. We'll bring some water and flush out after we've collected the sample. That sounds great. <laughs> he says, um, well, when you're ready, we'll cross through. I think Bazdira is not going to help doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Yeah. She kind of looks well, at Flick and is like, you know, like this. No, I'm just going to get through this. Uh, I'll, I I'll think dis- I'm going to get through as quick okay. as possible. Okay. I'll disconnect from her hand and I'll slightly pat the top of her hand. <laughs> good luck symbol. Wait, yep. did, Kit is not concerned. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Does that mean that Bray is going to come over and hold my hand? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Oh, ouch. Aww. Aww, I'm sorry. Nobody loves me. Um, this is why I'm angsty. You. I'll hold I, your hand why. if you want to come collect <laughs> some mold with me. Yeah. Feels like that ship has sailed. Mm. <laughs> no. Bria will near Flick and not hold Flick's hand, but do like the teenagers dating thing, like being oh, close. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. So I'll stop breathing um, for like three seconds. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh huh. So the three of you who are not going to stay and collect, uh, Arik sort of says, uh, "You all go first uh, and just go through as quickly as you can. Hold your breath. You'll be fine. Uh, and then we will." Uh, and he indicates Kit. We will catch up to you momentarily. Uh, you can stop just past the edge of the russet mold field. Great A field. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, Time zone. <laughs> the zone frolic the zone so the three I pictured of you... like a football field i was like well, <laughs> oh my crap. god no um so the three of you go across and let me have from the three of you constitution saving throws with advantage i'm assuming that you're all doing what he instructed and holding your breath and going quickly oh hell yeah yeah great so i can i can have con saves with advantage from the three of you that was lucky my dice are not liking me today uh-oh uh, go ahead go ahead bizdira it's a 10 Ooh, okay flick 16. Okay, and uh, Bria? 17. Ooh, she's one-upping you Just all one, day. literally one-upping. Okay, upping. so, um, <laughs> Bizdira, you, uh, sort of, like, you're about halfway through, and you stumble, uh, and it, you sort of involuntarily gasp and get a, a lung full of this stuff. Right. Um, and so you take, uh, you take two, sorry, three poison damage. Um, and you sort of sprout mold on your arms that is the same as the mold that you just ran through. The fuck? Um, oh give my me God. another. Give me another Constitution save with advantage, please, as you as you run all the way through. That'll be a twenty-one. Okay, so you um, you get the rest of the way through, uh, and like it it burns and it like it hurts, but you manage to sort of like scrape the mold off of where it sprouted from your skin, uh, and it just sort of falls off, and you're you're okay on the other side. But uh, <laughs> but the other two that were running with you saw it happen, and my uh, imagination is running wild right now. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah. I love it. I'm actually kind of sad that you don't have the mold anymore. I thought it would bring like, a new <laughs> texture to you. Oh my god. So to speak. All right. So uh, you get such a ew. nasty look from me. Like I I can't even she just like starts <laughs> oh, like shaking her arms off around. Alright, so uh Kit yeah. uh Oryx is ready to to go across with you and he says, um I will, uh, you hold these, and he hands you two little, like, Petri dish type things. And he mm-hmm. says, you hold these, uh, I will collect the sample and put it in there. Make sure you cover it immediately and put it in your pack, and then we will continue on through. Great. Uh, so you guys go across, uh, and let me have a constitution save from you, uh, just regular, since you're spending time in there. Okie doke, just let me... I'm gonna me... make one for Aryx. Remind myself where that lives. Ooh, Arik's got a natty twenty. Ooh, he nice. is he is a hearty little kobold. Oh, there. Hi, bye. Okay. Thirteen. Perfect. That was in Great. fact the DC. So you're you're fine. You managed to collect the uh, you managed to collect the uh, sample um, and get through the other side of the mold. Uh, and you guys are on the other side, so you have two... Well, Rx is going to take one of them, so you have a sample of russet mold uh, that you can add to your inventory. Um, on the other side, you guys are now about 10 feet past the edge of it, and let me have perception checks again from everybody. Uh, flick. 20 adjusted. Nice. Okay. Uh, Kit. 14. Bizdira. 17. And Bria. A natural 20. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. I can't. Uh, okay, give me just a second. I'm so pissed. Okay, so you all notice, uh, you sort of turn to continue on, uh, and you see, you all see what you initially think is more of the russet mold, sort of in patches around. Uh, the direction that you're heading, sort of on either side of, not the path, but the way that you're going to go. And then you see it move. And you realize that it's not patches of mold, but in fact, uh, like bunches of the mold that are humanoid shaped. And that's literally what I thought was going to happen. You were ready for these. I like. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you see these. You see these two humanoids uh, that look like they're made of that russet mold, and one of them has uh, a quadrupedal creature with it. It's on four legs. Um, that sort of looks like it's like dog shaped. Google. <laughs> what? It's, it's like the, the worst. Look, hillock. Um, <laughs> A, a, a like dog shaped also creature made out of the russet mold uh, and they're coming towards you and the two humanoid shaped ones uh, seem to be um, carrying like little slings in one hand and oh. it is time to roll initiative but... I am not attacking a dog I'm not gonna do it okay <laughs> um, you will if it tries to eat you uh, so she may not random question <laughs> I'm ready but if I had not scraped the mold off of my body, would I have become one of these things? If you die from russet mold poisoning, y- yes. Okay. Oh my That's god. That's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> so these All are right, like So let's have uh, dead initiatives. Things? Yeah, right. It's hard. That's you, and really you have a sample of it. Gross. <laughs> now I regret taking the sample. This is horrifying. <laughs> Told you. The funny thing is, like, Aryx knows about these things and still took the sample. Fine. Uh, all right, so let me have... I'm putting my uh, life in his hands. <laughs> let me have Kit's initiative. Oh, I crit failed. Oh, amazing. What's the adjusted <laughs> number, though? Because you do get three. to... Three! <laughs> Hooray! I love it. Uh, Flick? Uh, 15. And Briathos? 
13. Damn, I really wanted it to be 16. I Thank know, God. I'm so sorry. And Bizdira. A big whopping six. It's it's going very well over here. Yes, I can tell. All right, now let me roll initiative for these guys. Ooh, that's unfortunate for y'all. Oh, no. Um, Not to... Uh, well, okay. That's not terrible. That's funny. They both... Okay, so to set the scene a little bit, you guys are about 10 feet past the russet mold uh, fields. You're back in the forest, so there's sort of trees all around, but it's not so dense that you can't sort of get around them and move around. Um, one of these creatures is coming at you from sort of your... Are you ready, are you ready for this, Bizdira? It's coming at you from about your 2 o'clock. Oh, good. <laughs> Just like ahead and a little bit to the right. And one of them's coming at you from about 10 o'clock, uh, so ahead and to the left. Are they the both one... coming to me? <laughs> No, coming towards you as a group. Okay, good. Uh, the one <laughs> they at- singled you out. <laughs> yes, the one. At- I just You're made like, fun of you because of that. I've got your mind. Um, I, I know. The one, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> the the one. The one at the t- you, the one at y'all's ten o'clock uh, is the one that has the the dog creature uh, with him as well. So. They right now are about 60 feet out from you guys, uh, and you caught sight of them because they weren't being too quiet, uh, but they are moving towards you. So uh, they go first in the initiative, and they're going to move towards you uh, 30 feet, so they have the distance between you guys and them. Uh, and it's sort of, as they move, it's sort of weird to watch them move because they they definitely have a shape to them, but as they sort of step, like clearly it's not 100% rigid, like they're made out of this, this mold. Um, so they get within 30 feet of you and the two humanoid ones uh, raise their slings and start whipping them above their heads in a circle and fling rocks at you guys. Uh, and since none of you uh, have particularly pissed them off, uh, they're going to do it randomly. So let's see. This is going to be rolling randomly for this. Kit, to your one. Flick, your two. Bria, your three. And Bizdira, your four. Uh, so Flick and Kit get shot at. Uh, flick, the uh, sling stone towards you is a 12 to hit. Nope. Okay. And the stone towards Kit is a... Oof! Is a 23 to hit. Um, yes, that hits. Yes, okay. So uh, Kit, a um, sling stone smacks you right in the forehead for three bludgeoning damage. Uh, and Flick, the one headed towards you, just sort of it pings into a tree on the way and ricochets off so it misses you entirely. All right. Um, Flick, you're up. Uh, I am going to aim at the one who threw the rock at me or slinged the rock at me. Okay. And slung, 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 slang, slang, <laughs> slugged, slung, slung, uh, up. slung uh-huh. the rock at me and sacred flame. Okay. So he needs to make a dexterity save. saving throw. I'm going to use my green die because they're plant creatures. That is a 15 to save. That does save, unfortunately. Okay, so, so it... Denier's holy fire comes lancing down, but uh, the creature leaps aside uh, and it misses him. Shit. <laughs> Are you moving at all? Uh, no, I'll stay right where I am. Okay, great. Uh, Bria, you're up. You said I wouldn't attack a dog. Well, there are other options to attack. That's true. There are. And they're 30 feet away? They are 30 feet away at the moment, yes. So, I'll use a free action to ask Bazira if she's going to attack. Okay, sure. Um, Bazira will pull down her mask and nod. 
Great. Okay, Bizdir is ready. So then I will head in. Um, okay. And I, I'm going to go towards the one without the dog. Okay. <laughs> and I will attack with one of my short swords. Okay, and this is the one that Flick just sacred flamed. Uh, at, well, tried to sacred flame. Uh, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. That's a, a very strong six to hit. Oh, so, and you said you did what? I uh, flung a dart. Swung my short sword. Oh, swung your shorts. Oh, so you're right up next to him. Yeah, so uh, he just sort of flows aside. And again, you you see how, like, they're not 100% rigid creatures. So you you sort of miss him. Um, Great. Bizdira, you're up next. Um, I would like to take a free action and <laughs> go to Arnx. 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 We're still learning. It's fine. I, I don't know names. Um, Arnx <laughs> and say, any help here? So you turn to say that to Arix, and he's n- not there. Uh, and you look behind you, and he's like crouched behind a tree. So she'll he just kind of he was quick and quiet about yeah. it. So she'll just sigh and go, "God damn it!" And then take off running <laughs> uh, to the other one. Okay, um, the one that flung one, at Kit. Right, the one with the dog. Yep. And uh, I will run up. I'll pull out my short sword and try to kind of swing upwards like groin to neck oh jeez alright listen I don't like these things they hurt clearly yeah (laughs) oh dear that's a 12 uh it does not hit so you sort of you you get it up between his legs uh and he just sort of (laughs) leaps it sort of leaps back if I had a nickel I think it's like the cartoon where they pull their groin up to let like cars through oh you know what I like that that's what happens so he does that as I try to do that yeah Um, yeah exactly but then I'm gonna spin around and try to kick him okay great was it a faint it's the same thing. So no. so no. So he sort of pulls his he pulls his crotch up to miss your short sword, and then you like kick at his midsection. He like pulls part of his torso to the side, so you miss him there as well. Little just turned into a cartoon battle. Yes, it um, did. Most of ours usually Kit, are. What's that? Most of ours usually are. Anyway, <laughs> it's not wrong. Kit, you're up. Kit fucking hates these things. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so how far away are they from us now? Uh, 30 feet from where you are. Okay, and how close are they to each other? Uh, that's a good question. They're about 40 feet, uh, sorry, 45 feet apart okay, on either okay. side of sort of your path. Okay, and um, sorry, just to be reminded, where where is everyone in the crew? Yeah, so uh, Bizdira is right next to the one with the dog that flung okay. the stone at you. And uh, Bria is right next to the other one on the other side of you. So mm. Bria threw the stone at me. Yes. Bria is to your right and uh, Bizdira is to your left. Okay. So if I were to use Entangle, I would probably get both of them. Um, you could you could set it so that the creatures are right at the edge of it, which makes it easier for them to get out of the yeah. area of your spell, but wouldn't hurt your your compatriots. So it's sort of up to you which way you want to go. Or you could put you could center them on it, but then it would hit your party. Hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. That's all right. Ugh, let me see. Do, 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 do. And I can't, like, yell at them and be like, go away, right? Um, well, you can. So here's okay. what you could try. You could, yeah, so you, here's what you could do. So you could yell, like, out of the way, right? And mm-hmm. then ready your action. Okay. Um, so essentially what you do is say, 
out of the way. And then you're going to ready the spell entangle, for example. Mm-hmm. And the trigger would be when whichever one of them moves out of the range of the spell. You want to do that? Got it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And okay. I'm going to... Uh, Which one are you yelling at? I'm going to yell at Bizdira. Okay. Because I want to get the one with the dog, too. Okay, great. So, so. Uh, so Bizdira, you hear Kit yell, out of the way! Or does she? Would <laughs> she have to roll or does she actually hear it? I mean, she's only 30 feet away. Wait, wait, it's very way to loud. Make her try and fail, Flick. No, I'm not yeah. making. I'm just what the fuck, thinking Flick? Like storytelling. I don't know. Whatever. Keep going. Proceed. Oh, okay. I think uh, the so Flick has it out to get me. I think he might. No, we're um, friends. High five. Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So Kid is readying her action and yelling yes. at Bizdira to get out of the way. It yes. is their turn. Uh, so the one that is by, uh, Briathos is going to try, sort of, uh, drops his sling and is going to try and claw you. I'd say 22 to hit. Yep. So he claws you, (laughs) I keep rolling minimum damage, this is going really well. So he claws you for three slashing damage. Is there any poison damage or anything with that? There's not. Oh, interesting. So happy that. Uh, the one that's by Bizdira is going to try and claw her. That is... That's a 12 to hit. Um, Bizdira pulls up her crotch. <laughs> <to visit>. um, <laughs> I don't think you can she's, do that. She's all legs. She's all oh, legs. Okay, you're right. Okay. Um, but then the dog sort of lunges forward and tries to bite you, Bizdira. Oh, shit. Um, oh, but that's a 10 to hit, so he misses you. He sort of gets... He, he and his master sort of crash into each other a little bit and so their attacks are both a little bit off so Bazir lifts her crotch and then pulls her side across just like he did no no oh, come no. on <laughs> alright fine I'm gangly it's not quite as it's not quite as like cartoonish cartoonish as yeah. he was but fine uh, Flick you're up uh, I'm going to shoot another sacred flame at the not the dog but the the humanoid one that threw the Rock at me. Okay, so that's the one where Bria is at the moment. Yes. Okay, great. So he's going to make a dexterity saving throw. Ah, that will do. That's a six. That does not save. Great. So, so Denier's holy fire comes lancing down, and this time he can't get out of the way. That is a five. Great. Five right. damage to you. Five, and that's radiant damage, right? That's correct. Okay, great. Um, Who is next? Briathos. I think Flick. It's a great hit. And then I try to hit it again with my sword. Thanks. Go for it. Uh, you guys are so encouraging. 18 to hit. That will do. For six damage. All right. So, uh, Bria, you uh, stab at it and you get it sort of right in the center. Uh, and you can see, like, the edges of it have all burned away from, uh, from Flick's spell. And you just sort of stab it right in the middle. And as you pull your sword out, the, mo- the, uh, the mold just sort of, like, falls apart in front of you. And there's just little, like, blackened remains of it sitting on the ground. But it's gone. You've killed that one. Uh, Bizdira, you're up. Sorry, can I move? Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm going to move towards Flick and give him a high five. Okay, great. Oh, thanks. Bizdira, you're up. <laughs> Bizdira is, cannot just let Bria kill something and uh-huh. run away from the one in front of her. So she's going to try to stab the guy again, but except okay. this time she's going to try to take off his head because she's pissed. Great. And she's not going to do that. 
Okay. Uh, so she tries to stab, so and she, he just sort of, like, bends backwards. Like, he folds in right. half backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's really pissed, so she's going to try to kick the dog. <laughs> it seems vindictive, but okay. For a nine? Oh, oh, Bizdira. Okay. And then she's going to run. Okay, back towards the rest of the group. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. So she gets back there. So Kit... Um, your trigger action happened on Bizdir's turn. Okay. So you can use your reaction to now cast that spell Entangle. Okay. Um, so I think they have to make strength saving throws. Is that correct? Let me double check. Right. Do, 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 do. Blah, blah, blah. So many things. Um, yeah. Strength saving throws. Okay. So they're going to make strength saves. Oh. Okay. So the dog got a nine. And the humanoid got an 11. So compared to your spell save DC, which is... Oh, don't worry. I just have to remember what it is. It's okay. It's the top right of your spell page. Uh, 13. Okay. So they both fail. So they are both entangled, which I believe causes them to be restrained. Okay, so you do that as your reaction. So they're now restrained. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it is actually your turn again, Kit. Okay. So you, have a, you, can, you can go now and take a full turn, move, bonus action, and, and action. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, this is a question that oh, is. We maybe... should say, we should describe what happens. So you cast oh, yes. the spell Entangle, you, you uh, smite your staff upon the ground, and weeds and vines mm-hmm. grow up around these creatures uh, and grab them and sort of hold them fast. Yes. Great. Yes. And it's um, a 20 foot square, and they're at the center of it. Is yes. the idea? Okay. Yeah, that's the idea. Great. DM, do you want to actually describe what restrained means? Or Sure. So the restrained condition means that the creature's speed is zero, uh, and attack rolls against it have advantage, and its attack rolls have disadvantage. So basically, they can't move, and it's easy to hit them, and they yes. have a harder time attacking. Yes. Okay. And, oh, and it's de- their dexterity saving throws have a disadvantage as well. Nice. Perfect. Great. Um, cool. So I am going to... Run towards the humanoid one. Okay. And so you, you, there's yeah. about 10 feet before you okay. get into your spell area. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. Maybe. Oh, wait. No, that's not true. There's about 20 feet before you get into the spell area, mm-hmm. and then you're 10 feet from the creature. Yeah. Great. Actually, let me double check and see what I can actually hit them with. Uh, okay. So I'm 10 feet from them? Yes, you are. Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm going to... Well... I have no idea if this will have any... No, this is not going to have any effect on them. Never mind. I'm not going to hit them with poison spray, because that seems useless. Uh, Unless the team disagrees. I mean, you can give it a go, but it's up to, <laughs> it's up to you. Um, da, 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 da. And I don't want to go... Yeah. Well, fuck it. Let's try. Okay, great. So they need to make a constitution saving throw. Are you going for the dog or the humanoid? The humanoid. Okay, so he's going to make a constitution saving throw. That is... 11, so he fails, and mm-hmm. he's going to take 1d12 poison damage. Great. Sorry, my dice are behind the That's microphone. Okay. Right there. This That's, one? Yep. Okay. 12-sided die. Uh, I got a 10. Okay. So you see the poison, you sort of stick your staff out in front of you, and it flares, the the, the sigils and runes on it flare, and out from the end sort of sprays this caustic cloud, uh, and you see it begin to eat away at this creature. Oh, cool. Um, and in fact, it completely eats away at him, and he falls apart and is dead. Noise. Bye, motherfucker. <laughs> well done. <laughs> 
Okay. Now it is uh, the... So the only thing left is the dog creature over there. Uh, and unfortunately, he doesn't have any ranged attacks, so he's going to just have to try and get out of your entanglement. So he's going to make another uh, strength check. And that is a 14. Uh, I think... Your DC, I think, is 13, right? Yeah. Okay, so he manages to get out from it. He frees himself, and he runs towards you. So he's right next to you now. Uh, he runs out of the entangled area, mm-hmm. but that was his action to get free, so he can't attack you on this turn. Okay. Um, then, uh, you hear Oryx from behind you all, from behind the tree, and he yells out, Be sure to burn them! <laughs> And at that exact moment, you see the one that uh, Bria took down. You see him sort of reform and stand up and head towards you all. The one well, that Bria took fuck. down? The one that Bria took down last turn. The one oh that I burned? Yes. The one you burned with radiant damage. We need that fire. shit. Um, I, well, I can't do anything, but I do have a tinderbox and some torches. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, so he begins to come towards you, but uh, he only gets about 15 feet because he had to stand up from prone. Uh, Flick, it's your turn. Okay, so I think uh, realizing that my radiant damage doesn't do as <laughs> well as I thought, uh, I head up to it because I'm not right up against it. No, so you're about I'm gonna 15 go feet up from it now. And sort of gather all of my power that I can muster in the moment and cast Burning Hands. Oh, oh, that's a domain spell for you, isn't mm-hmm. it? Light Cleric. Okay, yeah, light so cleric. you cast Burning Hands. Uh, and he has to make a dexterity saving throw. So, oops, that's the wrong die. All right. Oh, no, that is an 11. That does not save. Okay, so, so what's the damage 3D... on that? Is that 3d6? Yeah, 3d6. Yeah. So I hold out my hands, and all of a sudden this sort of uh, wave of flame. This, like, fan. Sort of, yeah, like a and fan. And this is one of, like, this is an old, like, very well-known spell. And yeah. so the description of the spell exactly describes how you cast it. You put your hands out in front of you, touching thumb tips together. That's right. And then f- this fan of fire explodes from your fingertips. Yeah. So mm. let's see what damage yeah, super it cool. does. Uh, all right, let's see. And that is four and four and three. That's 11. Okay, so this just burns him and there is nothing left of him after that. Perfect. Nothing left. Nicely done. Bria, you're up. Bria will applaud Flick. Yeah. Hey, thanks. And um, how long would it take to light a torch? Uh, I'll say it's an action to light the torch. That's fine. So... You have something to light it with? You have a tinderbox or something? I do, Or yeah. a, a flint and steel or something? Yeah, and I will... Okay. Um, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. So you light a torch. And so uh, Bria now holds up a burning brand. <laughs> She's ready like, to charge one. into battle. I was thinking, like, I also need, like, a pitchfork as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have you a shovel? Mo- I do. I'm going to hold up my... Oh, that's no, just as a, good. I have a miner's pick, so I'm going to hold up my miner's pick. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I have all these, like, weird uh, are rustic you mo- tools. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you moving at all, Bria? Um, yeah, I'll start to move towards the other body. Uh, okay, so you can, so, okay, so you were still up by, no, you moved back to Flick. So you can move 20 feet and you'll be at the dog. I keep calling it a dog, it's not a dog, it's a four-legged I'm not, creature. I'm not going of. to attack the dog creature. Okay. I'm so right. sorry. But you move up in that direction. Yes. Okay, I'm so great. sorry, I can't do it. Bizdira. Um, so Bizdira, you said lighting a torch would be like... An action. What, an action. Okay. Can she... Yes. Can she get light from my torch so it wouldn't be an action? Uh, 
Sure. Yeah, I'll buy that. I okay. like that. So she pulls out a torch, lights it, and goes over to the dog. And <laughs> okay, great. Just tries to s- stick the fire in it. <laughs> okay. As make a, cries make an attack. Yeah, make an attack roll. Uh, just like it's your short sword. Same same bonuses. Okay. <laughs> my dice oh my hate me. What was it? That's a six. Okay, so the dog just leaps out of the way and snarls at you. All right, can I kick it? You can kick it. Oh, oh no. my god! <laughs> okay. The only so, the only thing that's a silver lining on this is that I'm not crit failing. That's true. That's true. All right, Kit, you're up. You've okay. got the dog right next to you, and and look- Bria just like flail. Or sorry, Bizdira flailing away with her torch. Okay, so but we still have not burned the body of the one of that the I other just one. killed. Correct, but the body of the other one is still within your entangled area. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm gonna let it stay there for a moment. Okay. Um. And I'm, like, right next to the dog? Yeah. Okay. Well, we already figured out the poison spray was very effective, so let's let's try that again. Okay, great. So it's going to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. That is... Hang on. Oops. That's an 11, so he fails. Mm-hmm. So you're caustic... Again, you point, the, you point the staff. Cloud comes out. 1d12 of damage. Is it a 1? No, it's a 2. Okay, well, hey. You, you, you know, managed <laughs> Wanted to get to a little kill bit. him. <laughs> Okay, uh, back to the top. So you see uh, in the entangled area, you see same thing. That humanoid creature reforms, but immediately he's grabbed by the uh, mm-hmm. by the entanglement. He's going to try and uh, fling a sling at you, uh, Kit, but he's Great. got disadvantage because the, uh, the, the vines are grabbing at his arms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That is a 13 to hit? Um, I'm wearing my... If I have my armor, then I'm good. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so okay. I'm at a 15. So oh, okay, you're fine. Yeah, this so it's it sort of bounces off of your your armor, but it doesn't it doesn't hurt you. The dog, however, is also going to try and bite you. <laughs> uh, that is, I don't think that hits. No, that's just a 13 to hit. So you manage to sort yeah. of you parry it aside, like you get your your quarter staff in mm-hmm. its face and sort of turn its head aside before cool. it can bite you. Uh, Flick, you're up. Uh. Man, am I gonna do that again? I only have two spell slots, so I know, I know. my I know my limits. First first level's I'm rough. like eh. Don't do it. Um I'm not I'm not gonna. Um I'm going to throw a javelin oh. at the dog wait, the dog is still The dog is out of the entangled area. But he and he's alive. Yes. So I'm gonna throw a javelin at it. Okay. Are you ready for this? Claire I'm throwing so a javelin. Ready for this. Claire Whoa. with a javelin. Whatever. Here we go. Does a 12 hit? It does not. So oh. it just sort of sails above and sort of embeds itself in the ground in behind the ground. it. That was so anticlimactic, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Are you moving at all? Uh, I'm going to move, like, maybe five feet closer. Not okay, that great. Close. So you're about 15 feet from the dog now. Uh, Bria. Uh, I'm going to run up to the body and try to stick it with the fire. Okay, so that means you're going to run into the entangled area. Oh, mm, No. <laughs> can I... And you all know it's there, so you can see the area. That's fine. Can I throw my torch into it to? Right. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. I'm rereading the spell, and maybe mm-hmm. you don't. No, you don't. So there's no there's no need for you to make a strength save. It's just difficult terrain. But only creatures that were there when the spell was initially cast might be grabbed by it. I will say that the the humanoid creature just like never stopped being grasped by it. Mm-hmm. Um. So you are, yeah, you can get up to the body then. You're good, Bria. Sorry about that. Okay, and you said it's a short sword attack, essentially, right? Yes. Okay. 
Ah, six to hit. Okay, so that doesn't quite doesn't quite get it. Um, that was Bria. So Bizdira, you're up. Um, Bizdira will again try to set fire to the dog. Okay, great. <laughs> the dog-like creature. Shut up. Yes. That's a twenty-one to hit. Hey, that'll do. So fun. Fi- Bizdira is so, you can tell behind the mask, she is seething, and she just beats the crap out of this thing. Roll me a, uh, do a d4, please, and you can add your uh, dexterity modifier. That's five. Okay, great. So it, uh, you burn part of it, and it screeches out uh, a sort of strange sound, um, and it gets burned and battered a little bit. Do you want to do your uh, martial arts? Yes. I'm going to kick it in the face. Go ahead. Yep. Well, you're going to try. Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's an eight. Uh, so, no, you, in fact, do not kick it in the face. I you kick. kick uh, but it has sort of, like, it's writhing because of the fire, so it just moves out of the way sort of almost by accident. Uh, Kit, you're up. Cool. All right. <laughs> I'm so ready. I feel um, like that's the response most of the time. I love it. Cool. 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 <laughs> um, I... I'm I'm gonna let uh, Bizdira deal with dog. Okay, great. Because she's clearly got a vendetta at this mm-hmm. point. Um, <laughs> and because and no one else will kill the damn, not even a dog dog <laughs> hey, thing. Well, to be I, fair, I it's only yeah. Bria that's that's opposed. But anyway, it's your um, own fault for naming it a dog. Look. <laughs> okay, so what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna go up to the hu. Wait, is the humanoid figure on fire? Why can't it I is not on fire. Okay, she cool. So I am going to go up to the humanoid figure. So as you move away, here's a rule that we have not talked about yet oh. in this particular campaign. So if you move out okay. of the area that a bad guy, that an enemy can reach with his attack, they get what's oh. called an attack of opportunity. So he gets a free attack to try and bite you as you turn your back and move away. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, then maybe I don't want to do that. Okay, you can also, you can do what's called disengaging. So you mm-hmm. can take your action to disengage, mm-hmm. which means that you move away from them carefully and don't get that attack of opportunity but it also takes your action to do no okay i'm <laughs> now that i know that yeah i'm going to attack this dog because i'm it. over it do it um and i'm going to use a shillelagh on the dog okay so you yeah. uh you sort of uh mutter a a call to nature and the staff bursts into uh light and mm-hmm. you swing it at the dog let's see what happens Roll the d20 that's a 12 that's a 20 yep <laughs> uh i got what do I add to it? Uh, the shillelagh bonus in the middle of that page. Oh, oh, that's a 23. Oh, that will do. Boom. So now you roll uh, a D8 da, plus da, your da, wisdom da, modifier. And nope. Ugh, why do I get so confused by these dice? It, it takes some time. You'll get okay. it. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, so that's a seven. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. So that takes a big chunk out of him. Very nicely done. It is uh, the creature's turns again. We're at the top of the round. So the one that's by you, Bria, is going to try to attack you. It's going to try and claw at you. It's got disadvantage because those vines are still trying to hold it down. Uh, so that's a six to hit. So it just, it like, it can barely get its arm free of the vines and just totally misses you. I'll lift um, up my the... crotch as well, though, just in case. <laughs> it was going at your shoulder, but okay. Um, the dog is going to actually turn and try to attack uh, Kit again, sort of shying away from the fire. Um, whoops. That is a 14 to hit, so just under. Doesn't hit mm-hmm. you. Uh, Flick, you're up. Sorry, I'm still, <laughs> still oh laughing at the crotch coming out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
I am gonna go. Can I? We talked about like, can I take out a torch and like hold it over to somebody else's torch? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can go if you go up to where like Briathos is. You can light it off of her torch. That's fine. I'll call it a bonus action. That's about oh, great. And so I'm gonna do that. Okay. And then I'm gonna like throw it at the humanoid. Oh, okay. So give me a dexterity check then. Crit, y'all. Oh, Natty yeah. twenty. Yeah. All right. All so right. I take. So I like really like dex uh, dex. What's the dexterously? Dexterously, uh-huh. yeah. I dexterously like lean over and dramatically slow mo like light the torch, <laughs> and then like line it up and like quarterback like nail it over yes. to this humanoid, and it just like perfectly spirals over and just it. hits straight in the head. I love it and uh-huh. flares. Up well, let's see. So give me two d four plus your dexterity modifier. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, doesn't have a ton of hit points, but you do still have to roll damage. Let's not get too two, excited. Wait, sorry, 2d4. 2d4 plus dexterity modifier. Did you roll two Seven. Ones? Seven. It does exactly what you said, burst into flames, and the ashes waft away on the breeze. That's right. <laughs> Bria, well, you're up. I once again applaud Flick. Yep. Hey, hmm. thanks. Flick is the VIP of this con for <laughs> some reason. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh you got one choice. Well, you got two choices. Do nothing or attack the dog-shaped creature made out of russet mold. <laughs> How big is the dog-shaped creature? What's that? How big is the dog-shaped creature? Like a little dog? Like my dog? No, it's like, no, it's like, uh, it's bigger than the humanoids were. Like the humanoids were sort of small size. They were about Oryx's size, but the dog is like y'all's size. So like a dire wolf. Well, no, because a dire wolf is large, but sure. Just attack it. I will, if I would have known that. Um... Oh, oh, yes, blame <laughs> yeah, me. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's the point of being a DM, is to be blamed, is it not? That's, that's not wrong. I'm gonna toss my flaming torch. Uh, I'm actually going to position oh, my body in exactly the same position that Flick was in. Mm-hmm. And we'll try to also do a spiraling quarterback throw. Great, nice. do it. Um, what's dexterity? The, the D four, or do I have to roll to hit? No, you have to roll to hit. I'm confused. So I just a twenty plus dex. <laughs> yep. Okay, twenty two. I thought you were going to say I crit. Yes, that hits. So a D four plus your dexterity modifier. You got to roll two D four. It's because he crit. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Six. Six. Okay, so he sort of catches fire uh, and cries out again. Ooh. And Bizdira, it's your turn. Uh, close no cigar. So she's there's flaming torches just flying <laughs> back and forth across this battlefield. These poor level one characters. They I meet know. mold, and they're <laughs> <true. laughs> having a hard time. Um, she's gonna try to like she's gonna get into like a baseball crouch. And pull the torch back and try to whack it in the face. Like a I love it. Oh I love gosh. it. Do it. So many sports. Yeah, right. For a 21. <laughs> that will do. Oh, blessed. Blessed be. All right. D4. Yep. And that is uh, five damage. Okay. Uh, so it is looking real rough and it's on fire. Are you going to try and kick it? Yes. Are you going to try and kick something that's on fire? I'm going (laughs) to kick something that's on fire. You you can kick a portion that's not on fire. That's fine. Okay. Note to self, never let Alex DM a game that I'm playing in. Jesus. Sorry. I'm like, what are the rules? (laughs) No, it's not even that. It's like, I'm going to make you pay for hitting my monster. Sorry. Um, I just crit. 
Yes. Oh my god. So I am. I yes, am you did. Swinging the baseball bat, and then I'm spinning around the other way with a freaking roundhouse, Round- flying yep. roundhouse me- kick. Yep. Two d four plus your decks. And I am kicking its damn head off. I'll tell you that much. I hit that bitch with an eight. Sorry, Ooh, not an eight, a six. Yes, so, I lied. Six. I can't well, do still, math. So you bur- you set it on fire, and then you roundhouse kick it, and it just explodes into ashes and blows away on the wind. And it is there, and you all are sort of, like, quiet for a moment, and then from behind you, from the trees, you hear... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Flick would give a golf clap, for yes. sure. And as Aryx comes out to congratulate you, I think we are going to end there Wait, for can this Biz- week. Can Bizdira oh. do, a, do a bow first? Yes, Bizdira can bow. She bows. And as Bizdira's bow, as Bizdira's, as Bizdira bows, we are going to stop there for this week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what other fun things our party of adventurers encounters on their way to the Shimmer Scale Tunnels. If you enjoyed your listening experience this week, it would be stupendous if you could write us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you download your podcast from. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites will be. The better our placement, the more people will get to listen. Rito13086. Folks, I think that might be his bank account pin number. Anyway, he says, an absolutely enthralling story. While I've never picked up a D20 or crit failed myself time, Rito. You already know the lingo. I can confidently say that this podcast is simply an excellent and thrilling story, whether you're a D&D veteran or a noob like me. DM Jazzy Hands and crew do such a terrific job of world building, complete with great music and sound effects to boot, and you just can't help but be sitting on the edge of your seat as they progress through the world and the story. You truly feel like you're exploring and fighting and adventuring right alongside the players. Subscribe now and come along on the journey. That should be our tagline. Subscribe now and come along on our journey. Well, thanks, Rita. We appreciate it. And we appreciate all of you who drop us lines, leave us reviews, and rate us. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Or you can email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. We also have a website uh, with character and player bios and other cool stuff. That web address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all! <laughs>